everyone, and welcome to Indie Film Review with me, Dan, as always, and of course, my partner in indie film crime. <laughs> we get away with indie film heists, we get the filmmakers to put the money in the bag, and we make off like bandits. <laughs> Our reviews are a crime, that's what I've been told. Oh, damn, yeah. that's Jared, guys. Bazing. Hi. Bazinga. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so we're going to review a bunch of short films today. No longs. Sorry, longs. See yourself out. Long Johns. Uh, no long Johns here. Only uh, short shorts. Uh, and why don't we just get right freaking Let's into it? Do Dan, it. you know, actually, I'll list what the films are for okay. people listening to, if they're curious. Uh, so it's going to be Telltale. Then we're going to do Factor Fiction, the Norfolk Sea Monster or Creature. I think it's the Norfolk folks see creature mm -hmm. i can speak i can do words then we're gonna watch now or never and then the implant now we're not gonna watch it we're gonna review it can we just start the whole podcast again <laughs> <laughs> turn off all the recordings let's just start again uh okay so dan telltale what is that telltale is an adaptation of edgar Allan poe's telltale heart it is a fairly faithful adaptation and boy mm -hmm. oh boy is this movie a treat? Despite some of its shortcomings, like we'll talk about them, um, this movie had me grinning from ear to ear the whole time because I love that mm. story. It's one mm. of my favorites. And it had fucking modern horror type jump scares in it. It was gross. It was, it was everything yeah. that you wanted. But the only thing that I had a problem with is the mise-en-scene because like, they they made it old-timey and modern at the same time. And a uh -huh. lot of the time those elements clashed. Yeah. Normally with our reviews, we'll do like a back and forth uh, with questions and then we'll kind of get into more spoilery territory towards the end. But because this is a shorts episode, if you're new to the show, we're just going to cover everything all at once. So yes. we're going to spoil it. We might ask questions, whatever. But we're, we're diving right in on these because we don't have that much time and we want to cover all these uh, succinctly and fairly. Thank you. So to your point, Dan, I definitely did notice the time differences. Cause it was like the main character who had, who does the murder. Cause everyone's seen or heard of the telltale yeah, heart. Yeah, I, yeah. I would hope it's like a thing. In if school, not go fucking read it. Like it's amazing. Yeah. It's, I really enjoyed this film by the way. Let's not bury like this film was fucking great. It was really, really it was good. very easy to look over the time, the, the weird juxtaposition of like modern technology versus yeah. this old timey speak old timey. Well, okay. Say what you were going to say, and then I'll bring up what I'm trying to say. So you have that butler. He's living in the past, it almost seems like, yes. right? And it's he's in this big uh, castle, which was a cool location shot, by yes. the way. And then you have the detective who kind of looks like maybe he's like... He's like 1930s. No, he's like 1930s. No, like Earlier? Like, okay, okay. I would say like... He's, he seems a little more far into the into Yeah, the future, a little maybe, further into know. the future. And then you have his officer sidekick, which is just a, a woman in police clothes. Like, just yeah, modern day. Yeah, she's like modern day police officer. But then also and you have the, the, the thing that spurs everything. He sets an alarm, but it's a fucking digital clock. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what? I, where are we right now? <laughs> I think I kind of liked this mishmash. I've, somehow I thought it worked. And... The, my reasoning behind it was that the narrator is untrustworthy. Yes. I, like, I don't... Okay. The butler guy is telling you the story. Yes. And it, it even cuts to different kind of, like, locations. Which I the loved. Same place. I loved. And you can't yeah. really tell 
where he is or when he is in terms yes. of like if he's in custody or if he's showing the police around. It cuts back yes. and forth between those a lot. Things are told out of order, but it's very well done. It, yes. and it wasn't confusing at all. You could really follow it easily. So he could be in one room being interrogated by the police and then they just turn the, you know, they cut to a different camera and the same conversation. Now they're in a completely different room having the same conversation. There's a scene where like they're interrogating him in front of his master's bed and his mm -hmm. master's bed has a very recognizable window behind it. So yeah. there's this awesome scene where everything in that room vanishes and it's mm. half that room, half interrogation room. And you literally have no idea where you are. Like, it's a made-up space. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's so crazy. And, like, just uh. it does that. It plays with your mind so much. And that's kind of, like, part of the theme of that poem. It's like, you're going mad with this guy. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what I think would have been really cool. And it okay. would have fixed this, this modern mashup issue. Just have the guy be contemporary make him modern like modern clothes mm -hmm. and everything but talk like he's from olden times that would have oh. that would have worked for me i would have liked that oh yeah and another thing too is he is the only one talking in ye olden times yes and the other two are talking more modern i thought that was kind of fun yeah. too because he's yeah. just quoting lines from yeah the exactly story, i would just just believe, get rid of right? get rid of the costume i think it would have worked better i think it's i don't know i kind of liked it okay, i like the showmanship okay. i liked him putting out oh, his for hands sure. for yes. them to sit yes. i i loved how over the top he was and just bombastic and he was arrogant and it was just like so obnoxious and yes. they were just like what is what is going on with this guy? This guy's ridiculous. And oh my God. Like, in his head, he thinks this is like normal. I was like, oh, I'm fooling them. I'm a master. I'm a genius. <laughs> it's so good. There's also a really amazing scene that I, I feel they could have, they it just, it felt like there was missing elements to it. But at the very end, whenever he goes crazy, he pulls out the knife and he stabs the floor to show them where he buried it. Mm -hmm. And then there's slow motion of the cops reaching for their guns. There's this weird moment where, like, we have a slow motion look at the, the police officer's face. And I think she should be in the process of, like, mouthing, like, drop the weapon or something like that. Yeah. But instead, it's just, like, deadpan face. I'm like, mm. we could have had a little bit more realism there. You know what I mean? There were a few shots like that where it looked like they... The actors didn't know how they were supposed to yeah, be acting yeah, yeah. in that single shot. They're like, let's do a couple pickups. It was like pickup mm -hmm. shots or whatever. And it, yeah, that's like, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, well, I, again, I'm nitpicking here because, yes. guys, crowning jewel of this movie, um, the editing and the practical effects. Like the practical, oh the special and practical effects were amazing in this. The old man makeup, the eyeball, mm -hmm. the whole fucking like. Did you did you stop on the still of the hand with yes. the eye in it? Yes. <laughs> like it was from Event Horizon. Holy shit. The the amount of gore in this is really crazy. Cause like while I was watching, it was like, oh, this would be really cool to like show kids in a classroom. And then we got nope. further in. I was like, mm, maybe not. Maybe not. Well, I mean, like it, it kind of <laughs> it, it brings realism to how gruesome that story can actually be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you really think about yeah. The, he he literally cut up his fucking master and put him in yeah. the floorboards. And he it's funny because he really didn't need to do that because the old man was going to die soon anyways. Yeah. He was so old. And he was just, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But classic tale, told very well. 
amazing shots, amazing special effects. I yeah. want to go through some of some of the interesting shots that I liked a lot. So we have the rack zoom oh, uh, in yeah. the hallway, mm -hmm. uh, showing that the door is getting knocked on. He's freaking out. He's like, "Oh no, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do?" And then we have the faces and like the hands pushing through the door. That was really really cool. That's like a classic. That reminds me of like Nightmare Repulsion. on Elm Street shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do they do that in Repulsion? I forgot. The the, the hands come out of the walls like a whole. Oh wall yeah, you're right. You're right. It's I love that effect. It's so cool. They they do the reflection of the old man in the knife when he's like thinking about mm. his plan. That was really really neat. Oh, there's one of my favorite scenes. Um, in terms of visual, was whenever he's dragging the body from the bed to the bathroom, and you see uh -huh. the old man's reflection in the mirror that's kind of tilted. It, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like just interesting shots that I wouldn't have thought yes. of. They just like, we're going to do this, and it looks beautiful. There's so much care in the positioning of the camera. Yeah, very deliberate. Everything is super deliberate. Shot. Yeah. So, really fun. I was never bored a single second watching this. I was so engaged. Even, even when like, you know, we had the, the certain reaction shots or like maybe that slow-mo was a little uh, like not working with that scene. It, I don't know. It didn't really bother me. And um, I, I, I thought that I was going to super be... Super minor stuff. I thought I was going to be disappointed with... Like, it, it doesn't necessarily end traditionally, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, the, the traditional narrator is like, stop, can't you hear it? It's the beating of that wretched heart. They don't yeah. do that in this, mm -hmm. but it works really well because it's a movie and it's really frenetic. It's 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 It really encapsulates, again, that the feeling of the narrator being this madman. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, I think it's really good. Uh, let me, let me try to find out where you can watch it. So it was done by Parking Garage Pictures. Who did again a superb job with everything, man? Like I really want to see more stuff that they've done. Yeah, I mean, I would just look up Parking Garage Pictures, and I, I'm hope, hoping you can find more, because um, it this this thing needs to be out. You know, people need to fucking see it. It's real good. Okay, all right, let's get on to the next film. Fact or fiction? No, foxy creature or okay. monster. So which one is it? <laughs> Oh, it's creature. It's creature. It's creature. Go ahead. Um, I don't want to say that I loved every movie on this list, but okay. I loved every movie on this list. Um, <laughs> there are certainly problems with this movie. Well, what is it, Dingus? This it's a movie about uh, it's a movie about a sea <laughs> creature of sorts that uh -huh. is haunting. Um, uh, great. Uh, what's the name of the town? Nor I think it is just Norfolk. I don't remember the name of the town, but it's 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 haunting the beach of this town, and many people have seen it. Like there are tons of eyewitness mm -hmm. accounts, but what bothers me about this film is there's one, well, there's there's three of them, but there's one character or one talking head that just doesn't seem like a real talking head. <laughs> he he feels like a caricature, and yeah. I can't. I can't shake it. And then that made me like, okay, we're playing with the lines of fact or fiction because everybody else is great, but some yeah. of them feel like they're scripted. So, uh, yes, I thought many of them felt like they were scripted. Yeah. Um, that was a little disappointing to me. I guess that it's part of the play is yes. that like, is this real or is it not? Um, 
and it's the cameraman's going around and like interviewing certain people on their uh, experiences with the Norfolk sea creature. See, and, like the most realistic one was the druid, the 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 yeah, CB that guy. guy was amazing. But he, like, he was I don't so understand good. his point. Like, he, did he witness it? He did, he didn't seem like he was a witness. He heard it on the CB radio. Yeah, he's it. like, I'll tell you one thing. It's there. I, I know it, but I've never seen it. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, that, and, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. But then it's, so you have the painter. Who, oh, God, the painter. So you have the painter, and he's clearly acting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I just didn't expect people to be actors in this movie. I thought this was a real documentary, or at least hearing people's experiences on this sea creature and even if you go to the comments of the film it's people saying oh i'm so glad you got my story out there about what really happened and blah 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 and i'm like are those fake too is this like <laughs> part of the ruse um and when i found it the most compelling is when they really did just interview people on the street yeah. and you can tell well one of the guys in the street their, one of the guys in yeah. the street seemed fake to me the guy with the beard yeah I think they intersperse fake people as well. So it's like real and fake, but it was just too easy to distinguish. Yeah. Painter, Painter definitely felt like an actor, but he had the most harrowing story of the sea creature. That story yeah. he told freaked me out. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's horrifying. And then the little girl was, uh, I mean, not she was, she, she wasn't bad. It's just like the, the, the story she told, it's like, you know, it, it, well, it's playing into that idea of fact or fiction. Like, you know, are we going to believe a child who has a wild imagination and is able to draw exactly what she saw that day? Yeah, and it's like eyewitness accounts are so untrustworthy, anyways. Oh, yeah. and now you're, it's an eyewitness account. But from like you a know, kid. like the thing is, I eat cryptoid shit up every fucking day. Like, I love cryptid stuff, and I, 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 I would cryptoid. have been fine with this cryptid. account. Yeah, cryptoid. Love cryptoids. <laughs> Hashtag cryptoids. But it was just so obvious to me that this little girl had memorized lines that she was trying to rush through. Mm. And it's hard to get kid actors. Kid actors, I call them. Kid actors. Actors. Child actors. But I just... I mean, like, the sea captain was named, like, Fisherman. Yeah, the the captain is the guy that I'm like, I cannot... This this is fake. This is totally fake. Some of this is just... I don't know if it was intentionally funny, but it was funny to me. Like, this... Like Gordon's fisherman well, in this like yellow yes, like, jacket and, and, and what the hat. Was, what was great dog. about him? He had a dog, but like they did like the slow zoom in, like Jaws and Quint. Yeah, like as he's telling his tale. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, come and on. And they even did a two camera shot while he was like talking, and it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, and that that uh, shot was awesome. Like he, they were shooting him between like these two kind of glass yeah. things. I loved it, but again, it just it. Maybe maybe that's the whole point of this film is like like let's really try to get across this notion of what is fact, what is fiction by mm-hmm. dolling up everything so you don't have anything to tell. But because I'm such a fan of cryptids, I'm like, I just kind of want to know the cryptid story. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I wanted to believe I wanted to exactly. get into this world. X-Files like, actually- all the way. Yeah, and try to like question like what's going on, what's real. But it was just so easy to tell yeah. the difference that it wasn't as fun as I had hoped. I will say the um the camera shots and everything else looked really, really good. Mm-hmm. Cinematography looked nice. Like this film looks slick. It's just whenever you get to the acting side, I think it, it gets kind of rough. Yeah. Um there was also a few few uh different things I want to talk about before we close. One was they had a character named 
uh, Janice, I think, who was obviously a man with his face blurred out, yeah. and they were just in drag. Yeah. And I don't know if that was played as a joke. I don't understand. Like, I just didn't get it. Because, like, it was so obviously a man. His arms were, like, super, super hairy. You can see the beard in the pixels. Yeah, and it's just like, what are we doing here? I don't Because, like, if this was supposed to be funny, it was, it's kind... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get it. Uh, then at the very end, we had the scientist guy. And he was like, I'm going to show you definitive proof oh, that was, of the Norfolk That's the only monster. part I didn't really like. I was so annoyed. And it, that that whole bit with him went on for so long. Yeah. I just wanted it to end. I'm like, this is... It, it, that's when the only time the, the film got boring to me is this scientist guy. Um, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to play you this audio of the Norfolk Sea Monster. And it was like literally nothing. Yeah. There was nothing on the audio. I could have played my air conditioner going off for well, I mean, but seconds. Okay, yeah, so that... that <laughs> talking like I understand your frustration because I felt the same thing, but talking about it out loud now, maybe that's just like, that was part of the joke. Part of the, could gag. it be the bit? Yeah. Or is it like a troll? Is it like, I think, I think is it this might be. supposed to be a comedy. I don't know. Cause I was entertained in that way of like, this is silly. Like somebody's yeah, yeah, yeah. so silly because everything is being taken so seriously. So when the silliness came, it really well, like then, jolted me out. There you it. go. Like again, so, fact or fiction. Like, Who knows what they're doing? What is silliness? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the director's intent. Um, but yeah, I just didn't like how it ended on such a flat note with that evidence. And I, I still think you could play it very seriously and have it be funny. Yeah. By just how outlandish. I don't know. Like you can you can tread that line a little closer and, and, yeah. and make it more a little more cohesive. I agree. Um. But overall, I thought it was well done in terms of the construction. But yes. yeah, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Well, is that, is that your final thoughts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Full mm. show. I don't, I don't know. I'd still watch it. I'd watch it again. I have to say, I forgot to say this. I watched Telltale three times. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, I love Telltale. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many little things in that. And so many fun I kind of do want to go back and revisit um, factor fiction because now that we're talking about it being like blurring the line, I want to see how mm. much they push the envelope on that. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think if they try to do something like more stuff like this next time, they should get non actors mm -hmm. to just tell a story, but like, I don't know, ad lib it, or maybe they should just find people with stories and get them on here. Mm hmm. <laughs> I don't know how you would do it. Um, okay, so our third film is very short. It is uh, Now or Never, and it's by the Trial and Error YouTube page. Oh, where can we find the Norfolk Sea Creature? Let me it's see. on YouTube. I think it's just on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's just on YouTube. Yeah, just look it up. Uh, Factor Fiction, the Norfolk Sea Creature. Go check it out. Uh, so yeah, uh, go. you can also go check out Trial and Error, and it's it's basically... Um, this guy's, his like acting exercises that he does, mm -hmm. he does like writing and acting and he's just like, you know, he's just learning, he's learning how to do it. He's taking criticism. And, uh, I think he's a fan of ours because he's submitted before yeah. he sent us the deadly sea, which we, we watched. I thought it was pretty cool. I like the deadly sea. Um, so yeah, uh, let's talk about now or never. So this is like an environmentalist piece. It's only like three minutes long. Do we know where it takes place? No, I have no idea. See, yeah, and I, I wish it kind of 
said a little bit better, like where exactly these concerns were coming up. Cause the film really focuses on like, uh, we have these like rivers and it's then the rivers are drying up. Like you have, you have, yeah. you have all these beautiful things of water. We have the introduction mm-hmm. of nature. Then we have forests burning and on yep. like horrific sight, but beautiful shots. And yeah, then cool. we cut back to the rivers that he had filmed once are now dried up. I think that's what mm. was the, 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 the mission statement. So like, it's a, it's a nice little three act structure. Um, all filmed on a uh, smartphone, so kudos to that. The only thing that bothered me is the the there's so much beauty in, in things like running water and waterfalls. I love that stuff yeah. so much, but the way it's edited, um, I would have used sound bridges. Yes, of course. That was one of my big critiques. That, that's that's the only thing I can say about this film that like really just upset me and took me out of it was just like the 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 water stops whenever it goes to black. Like it fades to black and it fades into the next thing. Yeah, but I didn't like that. The, the sound stops, and I'm like, no, just just Mm-mm. use more of the sound and let it bleed into the next sound. Like yes, that would have made. Yes. Like, you can still have the visual break of the black, but the 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 stopping of the water is so jarring i guess mm-hmm. is the best way to That's, describe yep. it yep i 100% agree with you that was one of my first notes is don't have the sound cut out between shots yeah uh i didn't like that i i didn't really like the fading to black you can maybe use that sparingly, I didn't mind but it, it was used way too much it, it was used a lot um <clears throat> I, I won't say too much cuz like to each their own yeah play more with the bridges between different shots and even music to music or yeah, sound effects yeah, yeah, yeah. have them bridge together experiment with that see how seamless that can be and how it can really elevate your film um i really like the idea he had though which is like going out boots on the ground mm-hmm. and just filming different environmental things um location location I, location man yeah it's, I think it's awesome. kind of fun and even if he's got like just like his regular phone camera filming it you know just go for it do what you can and um, when he was filming the fire I have no idea. Yeah. Like he was on a perch somewhere Lucky. and it looked amazing. Lucky shot. Yeah. I think he probably just stumbled across that. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe that could be part of inspiring the film. I don't know. Yeah. But um, be careful with zooming in with uh, iPhones. Cause again, like the further you zoom in, the more shaky it gets and that can get kind of rough. Um, another thing too, is there were certain shots where he slowed down the footage. Yeah. I didn't it, like that that much. It got very jittery and it, it made me feel a little queasy. So I, I don't like that. I think that works better with a high quality camera mm-hmm. uh, and not with an I mean, iPhone. to be like um, working with what you have, working with what you have. Yes, just, I know. I, I, I don't know. Like true. take the fact that we didn't like it and do something different next time, I guess. I don't know. It just, it, I understood. I mean, all we can do is give our criticism. Yeah, and he, I, you know, I, I understood why he wanted to do it. I understood yeah. why he wanted to do it, but it just, like you said, it, like slow motion is like, it, it's something that's like really hard to achieve without proper uh-huh. um, equipment. That is true. Um, oh, you don't need an end title card, really, because it oh, says yeah. like the end. Yeah. You don't need that. You don't need that. If it just Just getting rid of stuff like that. Even the thing in the beginning where it's like, hey, I follow protocol and COVID stuff. Cut all that out. I would yeah, cut that out. Especially because like, out. it's also says like, um, I'm not meaning to harm anybody's reputation here. It's like, whose reputation are you harming? Like, I don't know. 
It's fine. Yeah, I, I don't worry about stuff like that unless you're covering a subject. Yeah. Um, or like a person, I mean. Uh, thank you for your film, Now or Never. Uh, keep making films, my dude. And keep sending them our way. Yeah, you keep sending them us. We'll keep reviewing them. We're out of control. All right. Uh, and, and, you know, without you guys, we are nothing. 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 We fade away. Okay, last film, Dan. The Implant. Who, who sent us The Implant? Javatoras. 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 <laughs> JV JV Torres, that son of a bitch. He's getting up there. He's one of those, he's trying to compete with Timothy, with J. Timothy J. Cox for the crown. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Well, Timothy J. Cox dog. is our resident actor. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's... <laughs> I've been following him on Instagram. He's in the Pantheon. I, I've been following him on Instagram. He just played the lead in Misery on a stage play. The Dude, Stephen King, I know. like oh my he's god, he's blowing up. I'm it's so, so cool. Like I'm so, so fucking stoked for him. It's so rad. That guy go, is killing it. JV Torres submitted to us before. He sent us Crisis Counselors and other films, and we appreciate him. He's also a patron. Yeah, that's true, and a continued patron. That freaking psycho. Wow, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah. Out of control. Thank you. And you know. um, is it fair to say that J.V. Torres is a provocateur? Yes. That this guy is an auteur yes. provocateur. This guy's out here. This film he's, is he's fucking, bonkers. He's going to get you. <laughs> he's going to get you. I like it. This film is insane. Uh, his film is out of control. As as per usual, this is what you can come to expect from a J.V. Torres original. I honestly <laughs> like this more than Crisis Counselors. I don't know if I liked it more than the really? veteran one. Yeah. I like the Yeah. I like the veteran one a lot. Oh, and you know what? This this might be one of my favorites of his actually. It, like because it's so it's so futuristic. It's so sci-fi. Okay, so the 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 implant is about this guy named Sam. He wakes up one day, his neck hurts, and he finds out that he's now living in a society where everybody has a neck implant called a Mahdi. Or a Mani. Mm-hmm. A Mani, not a Mahdi. A Mani. And um He's basically saying, what are you talking? Because his parents are like, yeah, you have a money. It's probably just the, the new upgrade you got. And he's like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And like, you know, everybody has a money, blah, blah, blah. It's like, and he starts to freak out. Like, I'm implanted? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And then <laughs> his parents go through this process of like, yeah, son, you just, you're just, you just had a rough night, blah, blah, blah. And eventually we get to a place where they start like with these Sharpie, Sharpied messages They're So they're talking out loud, something yeah. cheerful and silly. And on the Sharpie, it's like, they're listening to us. <laughs> they will find you go to this address ask for Miriam I'm like what the yeah. fuck is going on so here's an example of a film that acts very serious but is clearly funny yes and it, it's well defined there is silliness throughout this yes even though the plot is very serious uh did it wait did I say serious again I meant silliness throughout sil- uh, seriousness Silly, serious, serious, seriousness, Salerious. Okay. The reason I say that is because describe what the parents look like, okay. Dan. <laughs> the parents are in these really, uh, would you call them colorful? Yes. Uh, would you yes. call them futuristic? I don't know. Uh, is the dad smoking a weird fucking pipe for no reason? <laughs> yeah. He's in like this goofy 80s shirt. Yeah. The dad. And the dad is jacked, by the way. And he keeps like, he's got these weird mannerisms. He's like swaying and like bobbing <laughs> and weaving. I love the dad. The dad was out, out of control. He's so good. 
and then we have uh, the mom who, when he said that these, this was his parents, I, I gasped. I was like, <laughs> what? These aren't your roommates? <laughs> I thought this was like your office coworkers who dress like weirdos. Like, what is going on? I didn't realize this was, it was very strange. And then the mom has like, like these raven feathers yes. all over her shoulders. It, yeah. It's just so bizarre. So everything's already feeling odd and strange. The and they, they keep talking about, um, I forget. It's like Eggs Benedict or something. Oh, what was it? Quiche. Oh, quiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to make you a really nice quiche and you'll feel so much better. And apparently that's some kind of code word to turn off the implants tracking device in his head <laughs> so that when he goes to talk to the scientist that she can remove the implant from. It was so dumb, <laughs> but it was funny. Like it, like I enjoyed how silly it was. Um, and like again, like, like because it, it's played for played for laughs, you know. Like he, yeah, she goes. Yes. He goes to this scientist woman, this Miriam lady, and mm-hmm. she is she is the straight man. Like just yeah, she's the information dump. She's everything that she needs to be in this sci fi yeah. feature, and she plays it so well. And I think she was one of the crisis counselors. If I remember. oh, was she? Yeah. yeah, she's good in this, and I love the. Uh, the tinfoil room where he, mm-hmm. when she takes him down in there, I love that little set. It was good. And, uh, and they're like removing the implant and <laughs> Sam is just bitching and moaning the <laughs> whole time. Ow. <laughs> He's like, ow, when are you going to be done? Oh, I'm just <laughs> so stupid. And, uh, she finally removes the implant. She's like, okay. Now before all this, when he walks in, he realizes that there are other Sams from other different Which, universes. Great job. By she's the way. saying. That was insane. Like he, oh yeah, that was they, fun. They open up visual he, She opens up this room in the, in her house, and he he looks in there, and there are like two other Sams, and then some weird ass guy with like a terrible platinum blonde wig. I don't know if that was another yeah. Sam. I'd, it was another Sam. Was it? They're all just different Sams. Yeah, <laughs> just really stupid. And so he's like, "There's other people that are me." It's like, "Are they my clones?" Yeah. So okay. So and... it's it's not. So the 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 thing is, it's not his clone. It's him from other universes. But yeah. the ending of the film is really strange. Because it's like this this tracking shot of like this weird sci-fi spaceship Corridor, deck. Right? And yeah. um in the background you hear a um an intercom go, it's like all Sams report to deck five. It's like what mm-hmm. what what yeah, like an army See, of Sams. I wanted th- this needs to be a feature. The the <laughs> the ideas in this film are so bizarre that I want to yeah. see more of them. I yeah, I would like that. Um, I think that would be pretty fun. So what I gathered from it, because the scientist woman is like, now that I've removed your implant, you're free, but we have to protect you because you have the knowledge of a different universe and that makes you special and valuable. So we don't want like other people to get a yeah, hold of you and take advantage of you. The government right? has, has mod- like they, they made these monitor chips mandatory. Yes. And so she's like, there's a special place for you to live underground where you're going to be safe with the other Sams. So what I'm thinking is all of this is bullshit. Basically, everything he's been told is bullshit. I think they're cloning Sams Mm -hmm. using the implant. The implant doesn't track you. It's just cloning these, like creating these creatures or whatever. Or like wiping their memories. Well, then what was the Um, space deck at the end of the movie? So I'll tell you. So like, because at uh, at the end, it shows the parents, they take the implant and they put it back on the bed and then they start talking to another Sam. They're like, okay, honey, um, 
everything is ready for you, blah, blah, blah. And, and like talking to him, like nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe they're pulling other Sams from different universes and implanting them and just to like fuck their memory up. So then they can indoctrinate them and brainwash them into becoming the Sam army, which is like underground and run probably I'm thinking by the government or something. So I think all of that was just like a ruse to trick the Sam Z plural to becoming part of this, uh, hive mind I guess. Mm. <laughs> this fucking super soldier sam army to just be be war fodder you know for the to, government yeah, to, to, for the government to fight off the fucking oh, weird so pill bugs with vagina mouths from starship troopers it does bring up like a scary future where because like we we are pretty much tracked everywhere we yeah. go with our phones and everything else 100%. Right? and uh they're listening right know, now to the podcast oh God damn it. Hi, CSA. <laughs> the Hi, call is FBI. coming from inside the house. Ah! <laughs> that movie's great. Um, so yeah, it's a fun premise to play with. Um, you know, uh, the invasion of privacy versus safety. Uh, that is something that's very interesting to me and, uh, you know, it's, very relative it's, to what's going much, on right yeah. now. I love that. Like Right now, private, at least yeah. in America, right? So, yeah. Um, so thank you, Mr. Torres. For another very interesting film. Yeah, I think this is my favorite one. Yeah, me too. It was. I like this one a lot. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, like your uh, interpretation blew me away. Like, wow. Like, I, oh, I kind of like okay. it. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows what's going on? But it, yeah, it's some crazy shit. And because again, my my jaw was on the floor yeah. when we did the hallway thing, and it's like, oh, Sam, yeah. report. To the Samatorium. Samatorium. Uh, I was like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> Serious and dumb were married very well. Yes. Okay. Thank you all for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Dan, please give us plugs. Yes, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. Uh, JV Torres is there. Basically, $1 tier, $3 tier if you want to just give us money. But there's a $5 tier. Give uh, us money. For filmmakers, if it's a one-time donation, just sign up because our review list is like six months deep. It's pretty big, guys. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. I am not a robot that has replaced Jared in any way. Jared? The Necropodicon is a place you can visit that is very good. There are many good podcasts there, such as Podcast A and Podcast B. Error, 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 error. Thank you for listening. I love you. I am your friend and father. Dan, you have the final word. My neck hurts. <laughs> that was amazing. Are you searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale? Set in a world in a siege by cosmic horrors. One that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party's struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain, while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams. Keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. 
The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots, a 5th edition D&D podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.